Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Will the federal government start fully regulating Bitcoin? Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen made a major speech today saying we need to regulate cryptocurrencies to fight fraud. Is she right or do we just need to think a little differently when it comes to cryptocurrency? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. So Janet Yellen did give a uh, significant speech today uh, talking about the need to regulate. Uh, and is she right? Is she wrong? What's the right level? What does that look like? Uh, really pleased to have joining us on the program, James uh, Chernowski. Excuse me, James. James Chernowski is a senior policy analyst in technology and innovation at Americans for Prosperity. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. All right, James. So give us give us the breakdown. What uh, what was it that Secretary Yellen pointed out today in terms of the of regulations? Yeah, that's a great question. I think uh, this speech today from Janet Yellen was the first that we've seen from the Biden administration in terms of trying to solidify its image for what crypto should look like moving forward. And lo and behold, it's not a surprise that Janet Yellen wants to see more regulation in this space, broadly speaking. But to her credit, she definitely softened up her tone a lot more than she has in the past. Uh, but the, the central focus for Janet Yellen is wanting to make sure that uh, this digital assets industry, broadly speaking, uh, protects consumers and that there's a mitigation against any kind of illicit activities and funding terrorism. Now, as to whether or not that's appropriate, uh, that I think is a little overstated. The, the, the early data on this suggests that there's really not all that much illicit activity or major uh, you know, sources of terrorism financing going on in the crypto space. So that might be overstated. And you know, when we're thinking about the regulatory side of things, um, we don't want to accidentally go so broad with our regulatory efforts that we accidentally stymie innovation and growth in this industry. Janet Yellen repeatedly used the word um, responsible innovation. And that's a very broad and nebulous term. So we have to see what this looks like moving forward because at the end of the day, we don't have any of the details for what exactly she's looking to do. Um, but some of the things that are there, uh, you know, they, they certainly indicate that she wants to regulate it a lot more than perhaps we might want to see ideally. Yeah, and I think as you look at that, uh, that is always such an interesting balance in terms of uh, making sure that a regulation doesn't stymie uh, innovation and advancement and all those uh, positive things. Uh, at the same time, making sure there's proper protections and disciplines and uh, and oversight uh, is always the interesting balance. And of course, crypto uh, currency has has been something that so many people just don't quite understand what it is or how it works. Uh, so what were some of these things that you're suspecting Janet Yellen may be leaning towards as, as she talks about uh, that 
uh, responsible innovation. And uh, I'm not sure I can connect the dots to responsible innovation and regulation. Uh, that may yeah. not. <laughs> so what is she no, going no, after? No, you're, you're totally right. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fascinating question. What do you mean by responsible innovation? I think that most companies have a pretty strong incentive to, to do their business pretty responsibly because if they don't, they'll find themselves out of business in pretty short order uh, or in jail, like the Theranos lady who was sentenced recently uh, for her bad action. So there's already accountability in the system for when businesses misbehave uh, and don't follow the rules that are established. So I don't really know what that responsible innovation looks like. But in terms of some of the things that she's highlighted out, um, for example, the crypto industry is worth $3 trillion, give or take right now. Uh, so they want to go and apply market-to-market transaction rules to crypto, uh, similar to which we see with the stock and bond market. Uh, lo and behold, the government sees this nice, fat, you know, $3 trillion market, and they want their pound of flesh to go get some more money out of it. Uh, so that's something that we've seen that's consistent between Biden's budget proposal for next year, as well as this, uh, you know, speech from Janet Yellen. They think that it'll raise another $11 billion in revenue for the federal government over the next 10 years, like $4 billion of it is supposed to come next year. Uh, which, uh, knowing my, my track record with regulation, that doesn't always track out right from the projection side of things. Um, it, it colored me very skeptical, but that's certainly the one area where we know for sure that they want to look at that. We know that like the SEC wants to regulate, uh, rules surrounding alternative trading systems. Uh, Chairman Gensler wants to go and treat crypto like a security, which could bring a lot of disclosure requirements and other kinds of regulations into the digital assets industry that would significantly put the United States behind the eight ball when it comes to trying to be a leader in this industry. Other countries around the world, like the UK, like El Salvador, are a lot more permissive right now. And that puts them in a much better position to be a leader and reap the benefits of that. And that'd be unfortunate to see the U.S. lose that race out to those countries. And is there anything in particular that's triggering this this rush to rules and, and regulations? Is there, is there anything in particular that's, that's setting it off? Or is this just kind of government being government and, uh, as you said, wanting to exact a pound of flesh and uh, maybe have a little more control? I think it's exactly that, where the government wants to go and, and just intervene because they, they recognize it uh, as a legitimate uh, thing now. That was one of the biggest early challenges for cryptocurrency in general in the past was that it didn't have the, the, the established legitimacy. It was a pretty niche market for niche individuals uh, that were certainly huge fans of it. And I know in Utah there's a very strong crypto community that's there, so I love to see it. But the reality is, is that it's really only gained a lot of traction in the past five years, give or take, where we've seen a lot more general interest. So now the government's starting to think more critically about that. And that's what we, we've seen with the Biden administration uh, signaling to want to go and see with this executive order uh, more more close looks at cryptocurrency as well as Jan Yellen's speech and things that the FEC they want to go and be in on this sooner rather than later because the federal government moves at a snail's pace. Uh, so, you know, this is definitely going to take some time to go and execute. Yeah. And, and how do you see that uh, playing out, James? Do you see that more as is it going to be a congressional path? Is it going to be executive orders from President Biden? How do you see that playing? I'm sure that there's a there's going to be a mix and match of different policies. And, and that's going to be largely dependent on what Congress is willing to have an appetite doing. There are already members of Congress that have been trying to work on this issue for years. The Blockchain Caucus in the House and the Senate Finance Innovation uh, Caucus in the Senate have been looking at these issues very critically. Senator Lummis has been a pretty good thought leader in this space, as well as uh, Representative Patrick McHenry and Representative Tom Emmer in the House. We've seen these guys take an interest in it, but it's a matter as to what Congress has the appetite for. And there's going to be disagreements on the policy front. 
So I imagine that we'll see some executive orders. We'll see some attempts at congressional action. And then don't rule out these executive agencies trying to do rulemaking processes like the SEC is doing right now, like Treasury is going to be doing, uh, and other executive agencies that have yet to come out with any kind of statement on the issue. So that's the thing that you have to watch out for right now. Yeah, and we always watch out for that. When uh, the rules are being made by those uh, employees that are not elected or not uh, appointed by the president or confirmed by the Senate, uh, but are somewhere in the middle of the bureaucracy, yeah, that's usually where we get into trouble. Uh, James Chernowski, uh, Senior Policy Analyst in Technology and Innovation at Americans for Prosperity. Great insight today on an important issue uh, that's going to impact all of us in the months and years ahead. James, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So as we look at that, obviously cryptocurrency is a, is a fascinating thing to look at. Janet Yellen uh, giving a significant speech today, uh, but framing it in a little bit of a nebulous way, responsible innovation regulation. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they navigate that, what will be done through congressional action, what will be done by executive orders through the White House, uh, and what agencies will just say, well, we'll make a rule on that, uh, because then Congress doesn't have to be accountable. Uh, those are all things we have to watch and be careful of as we continue to see how cryptocurrency continues to play out. With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office to meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.